How do thunderstorms work? What are they? Are you ready? I'm ready! Three, two, one. No, water can't fly. Like it was just so wet. Maybe warm air just rises. Okay, but why? What is thunder? I'll tell you right now. Thunder? I'm not following. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't understand any of this. What should I go back to? The beginning. The really, really important thing were the ice crystals. Really? Yeah. When lightning hits the ground, it forms silicas. Have you seen them? No. It's so cool, yeah. Okay. And I said the top is positively charged <gasps> and the bottom is negatively yeah. charged. That's why you get... Welcome to our channel. Welcome back to our channel. <laughs> no. Welcome to Alexis Explain. A series where I ask Alexis questions and I do my best to answer them. Today we're talking about thunderstorms, thunder and lightning. Yeah, we talk a little bit about what conditions you need to form thunderstorms, where do thunderstorms happen, why are they, yeah, why are they zigzags, what are your odds of getting struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. What is the thunder that you hear? Yeah. Do you Can you have lightning without thunder? Uh-huh. Can you have thunder without lightning? Yeah. Can't wait for you to see it. No, that's not what we say. <laughs> have fun watching. Yeah. Lightning and thunder. Guys, it's a rainy day today. When we woke up, we saw thunderstorms. Just kidding. We saw lightning. Yeah, we saw thunderstorms. It was storming. Mm. And we heard thunder and we saw lightning. Pretty cool. Wow. Now the sun is out. <laughs> yeah. Now the rain has stopped a little bit, but it has been pretty stormy this past week. Yeah, the entire week. Yeah. So I was wondering how do thunderstorms work? What are they? I only know that they happen when cold and warm air come together. But what did, how, what did, is it? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, so I read up a little bit on thunderstorms to try to understand them as best as I can. But my understanding is thunderstorms happen, like you said, when cold and warm air mix. But I think specifically, you have to have like cold and warm air and everywhere describes it as instability. So like instable weather conditions lead to these thunderstorms. And instable? Uh, instable. Okay, so you need both warm and cold air, right? Right? You have warm and cold air. This is why thunderstorms happen more during the summer, right? Because you need the land surface to be warmer. So it doesn't happen as much during winter or like cooler periods. So you have the ground which is heated by the sun and all of the air close to the ground is fairly warm, right? just from like the sun hitting it and stuff. But then you have cool air a little bit higher up and the warm air rises. Warm air rises. I think that's just a thing. But it's lighter. It's less dense. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. But the warm air rises and as it's rising, it's getting cooler. And as it's cooling, it's forming like water droplets, right? There are so many things I don't understand. Yeah, so warm air rises. As it rises, it becomes cooler. Why? 
hot air rises, heated air molecules spread out. Now this is why a hot air balloon floats. When you heat air, it expands. When the air expands, it becomes less dense. Less dense is lighter. Yeah. Because they bounce around the molecules, so more space between them. Yeah, that makes sense. So the next step was that this warm air, air is not just air, right? Thunderstorms. It has water in yeah, thunderstorms are happening where it's really, really humid, humid, meaning there's a lot of water vapor in this warm air. Uh-huh. Oh, that's why it feels sticky and stuff. Uh-huh. Sometimes what is vapor. Vapor, it's like a gas. Water kind of like in the air? Yeah, but in the form of a gas. So you can kind of think about it like when we boil our water, the like steam that comes. Kind of like that. Okay. So warm air rises. As it rises, it becomes cooler. Then the liquid or the gas water vapor then turns into a liquid. Water. Water droplets. Well, that's uh, these, why we get rain. No, these, well, yes. But these water droplets form clouds. So, you know, clouds, they look really fluffy and stuff, but they're actually made up of like tiny water droplets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're actually pretty wet. So then you no, have- No, they can't be water droplets, then yeah, they, they would be falling. Why are they not falling Um, The down? really heavy ones fall. So- No, water can't fly. No, they're tiny. They're tiny, tiny droplets. I'm telling you, clouds are really, really wet. Like when you go through them, I think they're just smaller droplets, but I remember skydiving. We're not supposed to go when it's cloudy, but they took us when it was like pretty cloudy and we went through a cloud and it was really not anything like what I expected. Like it was just so wet. You could feel all of the little water droplets hitting you. It kind of feels like you took a shower. So then you're forming these clouds with water droplets and some of them are so cold so they're becoming ice crystals because it's so so cold in the cloud. Excuse me? Say that again? There's even like tiny ice crystals. In clouds. In clouds. Yeah, that kind of blew my mind. Always? I don't know if it's always, but I know when I read about thunderstorms, the really really important thing were the ice crystals. Really? Yeah, and those kind of go even higher up. I think because they are less dense. Uh, which makes sense. Ice is less dense than water. Because they're closer together? Well, I'm thinking why like ice floats on water because it's less dense. And then you have water droplets and those are the larger, heavier particles which tend to get like rain out of the cloud. So they're kind of at the bottom of the cloud and you have the ice crystals which are going a little bit higher and all of these particles have charges. But the important thing is like inside of this cloud you have particles that are just bouncing around and like creating a lot of energy. And some of them are positively charged, some of them are negatively charged. How do they get the charge? I don't really know how they get like a positive or negative charge, but I know that this depends on like the temperature that they are formed and like its growth rate or something. Um, okay, lots but, of energy in the cloud. Yeah, lots of energy, right? Like water isn't just water. Water's carrying energy in the form of heat. So you have this giant cloud. You have the ice crystals that are less dense. I think these are more positively charged. And then you have the bottom of the cloud that's these larger particles, the ones that are getting rained out. And those are mostly negative. They tend to be negative. And then what's really important is that the surface, like Earth's surface, the ground, it's is so positive. No, it's positively charged. So what's happening is that you have like this really, really big difference and the negative charge from the cloud, <laughs> from all of the particles, 
basically wants to connect they're like attracted to the oppositely charged positive things on the ground no and that's yeah and that is how lightning happens it's the negative hit the positive why does it not happen why aren't we all in lightning always when there's a cloud then lightning like they're very very common uh thunderstorms i think it said you have like 44 per second or like at any given second lightning 44 lightnings every second yeah it was something crazy it said 44 yeah oh it is estimated that a lightning strike hits somewhere on the earth's surface approximately 44 times every second a total of nearly 1.4 billion lightning strikes every year yeah so it's relatively common thunderstorms and what was also really cool is that there's also like we have cloud to ground lightning that you see that's like the main one but you also have cloud to cloud lightning or inter intra cloud lightning so right so let's say you have a cloud here and a cloud here and i said the top is positively charged (gasps) and the bottom is negatively charged that's why you get like this negative is hitting this positive and then it's just spreading throughout the clouds. That's oh. also really cool. Can both happen at the same time? Cloud because and ground? Yeah, I think sometimes it does, right? You know, sometimes when you see a lightning, it's like this. Yeah, it sometimes goes in like all different directions. That's that? Uh, maybe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it lightning like this? Like how does it get why its shape? Not- yeah. Okay, we're back. What did we look up? So, I was wondering why isn't there many lightnings at the same time? You kind of said that the yeah. like lower part of the cloud interact with the positive. Yeah. Right? So, but I thought the lower part of the cloud is like a lot. Yeah, yeah, it is Why a doesn't lot. like all of this interact? Why isn't there just this big of a lightning? <laughs> yeah. Oh! And like... I see. Every That's single... Different. Adam. Yeah, sure. But I looked it up and it's not that easy for lightning to form Mm-mm. because the charges have to be really, really, really high. Uh, yeah, they have to be really, really different. The air is usually a pretty good insulator, right? Because things just have charges. But air but is s- between them. Yeah. yeah. It's it because they just charge up more and more the more interactions happen yeah yeah the more different the charges become like yeah oh i think that's what it was that in cloud to cloud that happens a lot more than cloud to ground because cloud to cloud means that the like positive to negative is like fairly balanced yeah yeah and then i think when one side is too charged then you have the cloud to ground yeah mm-hmm. because maybe it just has to go somewhere yeah it yeah. has to go somewhere yeah. yeah yeah because i think generally things have to be pretty balanced to be happy and if you go any one way yeah it has to go somewhere mm-hmm. and maybe it's just gonna like push it to the ground where where it's more of the opposite charge yeah yeah, yeah then the air can't be the buffer anymore the buffer, buffer. yeah <laughs> the buffer the buffer <laughs> yeah yeah and then we also looked at why it's zigzag yeah why why do we not see just a straight line yeah and yeah it's just that you know the air isn't just empty there's like particles and a lot of things in it so it's interacting with that and also trying to take the past of least resistance which 
isn't always a straight line. Yeah. Yeah. Or almost never. Yeah, line. almost never a straight line. Yeah. Um, but then I had another question. Okay. What does the thunder have to do with all of it? Yeah, good question. So that's like the second part of thunderstorms. Does it always come together? Yeah, so you'll always have, if you ever have thunder, you definitely have lightning because lightning leads to thunder or lightning produces thunder. What is thunder? I'll tell you right now. So lightning, we already mentioned that it's the negative connecting to the positive. And this, I guess, action, like this energy that's moving, it's, it's a lot of energy in the form of heat. So it's actually like heating this area of the atmosphere or this area of the sky a lot. I think it was up to like 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit which is greater than the sun's energy. Hotter than the sun? Hotter than the sun, yeah. Really? And it's heating it like so much, but also so, so fast. And we already said that hot air expands, right? So this like light is expanding and like kind of pushing all of the air out and that's creating this sound wave. Like this, it's creating sound. It becomes really, really hot here. It needs to expand. The energy has to go somewhere. That's creating a large boom. It's just like And oh. then right after, it needs to go back, right? So it needs to go back from hot to cool. And it does, and as it cools, it like compresses it again. And that's the crack sound that you hear during thunderstorms. I don't ever hear crack sound. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I think you have to be pretty close. But it, I was reading something that described like the different sounds that you hear. That's like the initial crack that you'll hear. And then there's rumbling. And rumbling is when you're hearing it from like, far and away. like really far away. Oh, it says a sharp clap. Oh, so thunder claps are shock waves created by the rapid expansion of air following the formation of lightning as it propagates the shock waves attenuate, reflect, and overlap, resulting in the transformation of a thunder from a sharp clap to a low rumble. What does all of that mean? That was so many difficult words. <laughs> um, let's see. The lightning produces an immense amount of heat, five times hotter than the surface of the sun. An explosive expansion, and it creates shock waves similar to sonic booms, so yeah, a big explosion. Similarly, when the lightning ceases, the hot air cools down at a rapid rate. This causes a sudden compression of the expanded air, resulting in an implosion. That's the thunder clap. Yeah, the closer you are to it, the more your chances are of hearing the thunder clap, and the better your chances are of being struck by lightning. However, as the distance increases, the clap becomes more muffled, then it becomes a rumble. It says the loud boom that you sometimes hear is created by the lightning as it reaches the ground. So that's the boom, not the clap, and not yeah. the rumbling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one says sharp crack or click. I think that's the clap. Mm-hmm. When you're close. Yeah, I saw crackling and clap. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's more like a rumble because you're further away. But the boom is when it hits the ground. And I know that because one time it hit a huge tree in our, mm. um, like, really close by. Yeah. And that was really loud. <laughs> when we heard it, we knew it went into something. Yeah. I don't think... I don't know if I've been that close to it. Actually, the um, grass where we went for New Year's Eve. That's where? Yeah. 
That's where it went into the tree. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of tall trees there. Why does it like going into trees? Um, I think there's just a greater chance of it going into something higher up, right? Because that's what it's going to interact mm -hmm. with first. Yeah, I guess <laughs> the trees are higher than houses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or telephone poles. That's also yeah. that's also another thing. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, it also just varies. Like it could be what the like rock is made up of in that area. Like if oh. there's any salt with certain charges. I never really thought too much about distance. Other than sometimes you can hear it loud, sometimes you can't. You never counted? No, like I know that's a thing, but I never actually counted. Oh. Yeah. We and also we were counting wrong this morning. Oh uh, yeah, I There's, always make yeah. Sense. You're supposed to count the amount of seconds between seeing the lightning and hearing the thunder. And that's because it takes like five seconds for the thunder to come. Or per mile. Per mile, yeah. So you count the amount of seconds between lightning and thunder divided by five, and that's roughly how many miles you are Yeah. from it. Uh-huh. Not what we were doing this morning, not at all. I think that's all I got. Oh, okay, okay. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Now I'm never going to count the wrong way. <laughs> because now I know how it, how it works. That lightning comes first. And makes the thunder. And makes the thunder, yeah. Did you guys know that? I mean, I also... I just thought you saw lightning first because, like, light tra travels faster than sound. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. that was the thing that I just heard over and over before. Really? And maybe that's a little bit true, or like why thunder lags as much as it does sometimes. Yeah. But I didn't read anything about that when I was looking it up just now. No. I guess obviously we can see the light first. Like it happens about at the same time, and obviously we can see it, but here yeah. later. Yeah. It's also pretty bizarre that this like light energy, first heat energy, is turning into light energy. And then light energy is turning into sound oh, energy. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's but I guess it's time. kind of like a volcano erupting. Like, that's there also creating also sound. sound. Yeah. yeah. And I read that lightning doesn't always just happen with thunderstorms. Sometimes it happens in, like, snowstorms or even volcanic eruptions. Yeah. yeah. Which was also crazy. Oh, yeah, because eruptions are hot. And there's cold air around. Relatively cold around, yeah. That's pretty crazy. No, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. Okay, cool. Yeah. And ah, uh, your yeah. chances of getting struck by lightning are? are very low. So I think within a year, it is 1 in 1.2 million. People that get struck? Uh, that's like your odds of being struck in a year. In your lifetime, it's 1 in 15,000, assuming you're living to, like, 80, but... That's but that's not a lot. Likely. In 15,000? Mm-hmm. That's more likely than winning the lottery. Uh, people also say that's 1 in a million, yeah. Yeah, so, really crazy. Also yeah. crazy because... Some people don't die of it. Yeah, and I also saw this video where that guy got struck by lightning twice. And what if you're... That's very unlucky. And I think he was still alive. At the same time? Or yeah, like in the same video of just and he wasn't dead. No? What happens if you get struck by lightning? I mean, that's a lot of energy. Yeah, I'm 
I think it does mainly affect your heart, but I feel like it must also affect your brain. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't read up on what happens, but... Mm. We can do another one on what happens. <laughs> but your odds are fairly low. Okay. Um, mm, I also read that when lightning like hits the ground, it forms silicas. So I saw this actually on, I think it's Sweet Home Alabama. It's a movie. Okay. Um, where the guy like likes to go out during thunderstorms to the beach because when the lightning hits the sand and it's like all rock kind of or ground, um, it forms silicas and it's like this like mineral thing that's kind of in the shape of how the lightning is going through the, the earth. Have you seen it? No. It's so cool. Yeah. In the movie, this guy's like selling it as art. But look. It says it's fairly rare. It's called fulgurite. Yeah, crazy, right? It's when it hits sand. That's so cool. And I found this out from a movie. Oh my god. Looks like this. That's the craziest thing. Yeah. Okay. So really cool. Yeah. Quick, quick, wrap, wrap. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did I learn today? All right, so we talked about what sort of weather conditions does it need to be to produce thunderstorms. Why does warm air rise? How is lightning created in the sky? In the clouds? Yeah, and what is thunder? Is there always thunder? What do the different sounds that we hear during thunderstorms mean? What are your odds of being struck by lightning? Why does it get taller things first? And fulgurites. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot. And not that difficult. I was very discouraged in the beginning. <laughs> I was very discouraged when I was reading about it because I was like, no, it's talking about electrical fields and stuff. A lot of it felt like a lot of chemistry, you know, because positive and negative charge, but also a little bit of physics, physics with electrical fields and currents and stuff. But maybe we it was a made lot. it understandable. Yeah, enough. hopefully. It also said that people don't know exactly how it works. Yeah, right. Like with the ice crystals and stuff, and then just the fact that they're moving. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not well understood. So maybe it's okay if we don't fully we understand. Don't understand. Yeah. yeah. It also blew my mind that there are ice crystals in yeah. clouds. Like I know clouds are wet. I know clouds are cold. No. I didn't know that they reached freezing temperatures. That's kind of crazy. That is crazy, but also... To be fair, if you float, if you fly through clouds, uh, yeah. everything yeah. is frozen. That's true. Like, you can see on your plane how cold it is outside. Mm -hmm. It's really cold. Yeah. It blew my mind that there's water in them. I thought just vapor. That it doesn't get rained out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for watching. Yeah. Thanks for learning about thunderstorms with us. We love you as our subscribers. Yeah. If you learned something, let us know in the comments. Give this video a big like if you enjoyed it and send this video to someone. We also have other Alexis Explain on rainbows if you want to go watch that. Watch and shooting them. stars. Ah, shooting stars. Yeah. Go check them out. The moon. The moon. Yeah, I've forgotten. So many actually. Flamingos. Ah, that was a fun one. Yeah, if you want to find out why they are on one leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Me too. More than I knew before. Hopefully, that's how you guys feel. Yeah, hair is funny. No, it looks pretty. It looks funny. See you guys in the next one. Yeah, see you in the next video. We love you. Thank you. Have fun watching. Yeah. Small, teeny tiny drops. But how probably. do they stay in the air? How do they fly?